Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Is it mental? Man, I hope not. Uh, Because if it is... That means that solidifies probably something that maybe Bills fans and maybe the organization doesn't want to face, which is the 13 seconds game might have been the best shot. And I'm not willing to say yet that they're not going to have another great shot at this and that they're not going to learn from those mistakes in that game and can be better for it. I'm not giving up. This hasn't beaten me down yet. Hell, we're Bills fans. We've been through worse. And I think if, if a few things can break right and they can start peaking at the right time at the end of the season, in, why not the Bills, really? I mean, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We still have a great defense despite some of the injuries. I'm saying we now, like I'm suiting up for the team. <laughs> but I, I'm, still, I'm still with this team. That is the 2023 take of the year in the sports bar, delivered by Rochester's own Maggie Gray. <laughs> We've claimed her as ours. You can hear her mornings on the fan Rochester. Maggie and Perloff joining us now in the sports bar to uh, accept her 2023 take of the year award and to talk some NFL. Maggie, hope you had a great holiday. How are you doing? Guys, light me on fire and throw me through a table. Look where we are. <laughs> Wild card weekend and the Bills are a 10-point favorite against the Steelers. Never thought. Never thought it was going to turn around. And, you know, not delusional. It's not like they're, you know, storming through the schedule here. It's been touch and go. But look where we are. Amazing. How'd this happen? Yeah, that's the question I was going to ask you, Maggie, because when you had that quote on our show, that was back in October, and we had yet to get to 12 men on the field. We had yet to get to that unbelievable loss in Philadelphia. The team was 6-6 six and six in the beginning of December, and yet they, they rattle off five straight wins. How have they been able to do it? I mean, listen, I think it's been a combination of things. One, I mean, the defense is playing is they're playing really, really well, right? I mean, it's yes, you got a couple people back like Daquan Jones. I know there's some injuries today with Rap and and Dotson. I don't think practice today, but you know that's a that's an anxiety for for tomorrow. But I think the defense. I mean, they've been playing a lot better. And I thought like one of the greatest moments that we've had as Bills fans was the game against the Cowboys. And I know that that game can't happen all the time. Basically, the Cowboys no-showed that game. They got off the plane. I think they <laughs> maybe they got a little cold. I don't know what it was. But the James Cook on the ground, the showing you have the ability, you have the discipline 
to go with what's working, go with the ground game and never look back was like one of the most fun games. And then, you know, listen, Josh is, is, is turning the ball over, but the defense has been able to, to bail them out. And then, you know, the offense has, has gotten and done like just enough. And, and here and here the Bills are with a chance to turn everything around. They've gotten the wins, Maggie, but it hasn't been yeah. smooth except for that Dallas no. game. And and so we look at the ten points and we're like, uh, at least I'm like, ah, God, that feels like a lot. In Pittsburgh, for what it's worth, they play in a tougher division and they've had a very similar season to the Buffalo Bills, save for their quarterback issues. They had offensive struggles. They moved on from their offensive coordinator. The Bills have Josh Allen. The Steelers play in, in the AFC North. Other than that, I feel like these two teams are very similar. Yeah, I don't think that Vegas, like, really, I, I don't know what the Bills are against the spread. I'm not sure how good Vegas has been, but it always feels very off to me. Like, didn't they have the Bills winning by, like, 14 points against the Patriots in the second Patriot game? Like, that, 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 that never, you know, that, that, that was not where the Bills were at that time. So, yeah, the 10 points is throwing me off a little bit. I think it's just because the clear difference at quarterback. And listen, as we've learned, the Bills can lose to anybody right now, right? They can also beat anybody, which is kind of fun. But I think it's such a, such a distinction that, you know, to have your quarterback healthy like Josh is, it looks like he practiced today even though he's dealing with a neck injury. It's such a big discrepancy from from uh, Mason Rudolph and the fact that T.J. Watt's not playing, even though they are getting Minka Fitzpatrick back, and he said that he's 100%. You're right. I think it's going to be a closer game, so I'm, like, prepared to kind of just sort of sweat this out. But it's, it's uh, I guess, all you can ask for. They're here. They got a, they gotta, you know, kind of favorable. I'd rather be facing, you know, Pittsburgh at home than having to go to Kansas City and play in negative 10 degrees you know, uh, against the Chiefs. That would have been rough. Yeah, Maggie, the, the anxiety level here about the weather, not the temperatures, but the wind, and perhaps more importantly, which way the wind is going to be blowing here because there's some models that suggest you could have a weather event. We're talking the potential of a, a Colts game from uh, you know a few years ago in 2017. Oh. What does that do to your anxiety level? Because if that happens, uh, that's the, the great equalizer here, Maggie. Yeah, pass me a Molson triple X and then pass me another one, I guess what I would say, because the bills are so funny to me, you know, especially this incarnation. I, I've said it a couple of times and, and I know other people have said it too. It's like the bills are a team that was built for a dome, but they play in one of the coldest cities in the country. And I never, and, and snowiest obviously. And we all know that. So I, I don't understand sometimes, you know, how sometimes the construction of the team, but if, you know, James Cook can continue to be someone they can rely on. And if it's a close game, the commitment to the run should never go away. And if it's going to be a massive weather event, then you're going to get James Cook running and you're going to get Josh Allen running. And that's going to probably be be it. And then some toss, you know, throws to Kincaid and, and hopefully one or two explosive plays to Diggs is, is enough. Maggie, let's expand the view a little bit here and allow ourselves to live in a world where the, the Bills advance. What do you think about the rest of the AFC pool? What do you think about the NFC? How do you see the postseason shaking out here? Because there's some so many compelling matchups heading into this weekend. And like the way it lays out for a couple of teams, I could see a, a very reasonable path for the Buffalo Bills to actually end up in Vegas when it's all said and done. I mean, wow. I don't even know. I don't know if I can get there, right? But Yes, this is kind of interesting, especially like let's talk about the AFC for a second. Obviously, Lamar and the Ravens, I think, are just like a cut above, right? They're they're on a different level right now. But this is like probably the most vulnerable Chiefs team we've seen 
in the Mahomes era outside of the Super Bowl against Tom Brady when his whole offensive line got decimated and like who what what quarterback could succeed in those kind of conditions. So the fact that you have Mahomes, though Kelsey's having the worst year basically of his career, you know, the fact that the Chiefs listen, I'll say this and watch, they'll be like they'll win the Super Bowl. But like they, they don't <laughs> feel like the boogeyman that they have. And I know it took a Kadarius Tony lined up in the neutral zone for the Bills to beat the Chiefs. But, you know, their offense is just not the same. And then beyond that, I mean, what what are we talking about? So you have Lamar and you've got, you know, you've got Patrick Mahomes, but the offense isn't that great. And then the Dolphins are so banged up. You know, C.J. Stroud's a rookie for the Texans. You're starting Joe Flacco for the Browns, even though the defense is good. Like, this whole juggernaut of AFC quarterbacks that we talked about before the season, it turned out it's like three guys. You know, three and a half, if you want to give two a. You know, it's it's not like all those great, all the quarterbacks we thought were so stacked in the AFC, you know, wh- where they go, you know? Um, it's really just, it's just super top-heavy. And then the NFC, man, I've been like, <laughs> you know, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm not like a Brock Purdy is, an MV, is the MVP person because they have so many weapons. And I know that it takes a great point guard to get the ball in their hands. But I think I finally have to stop, you know, expecting Purdy to be something he's not and just say, like, they're, they're amazing. You know, San Francisco is so good, and I think they're a cut above. And then we'll see, you know, it, can the, you know, can the Cowboys really turn their fortunes against San Francisco? I'll believe it when I see it, even though their playoff games have always been really tight. And beyond that, I mean, who in the NFC is really scaring you? Yeah, I, I'm concerned about your co-host, quite frankly. I mean, does he uh, does he turn to hate watching the Eagles on Monday night, knowing well, maybe there's a change in the air, and maybe we could get one of these big name coaches? You know, it's funny. He started talking about we're we're doing the show today, and the Bill Belichick news breaks right in the middle of like first hour, second hour of the show, right mm-hmm. around seven thirty or whatever. And he starts talking about Belichick to the Eagles. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't get to hijack the Bill Belichick, you know, uh, parting ways with New England story. Okay, first of all, if anyone's doing victory laps, it's me because first we got rid of Brady and now we got rid of Belichick. And it's funny you get rid of Belichick right when we're starting to beat him a little bit. But anyway, if anyone's doing victory laps, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills fans. And then secondly, you know, I, I here's something I've learned about Eagles fans and maybe people generally from Philadelphia, but I don't like to bait with a broad brush. They're kind of miserable. I don't get it. <laughs> they're, they're kind of miserable sports fans. And I, they boo a lot and they throw batteries at Santa Claus and all that stuff. It's not an act guys. They're really like that. And so I think Eagles fans are, are they're depressed right now prematurely. They don't think they have a shot against the bucks. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it looks like AJ Brown didn't practice today. Jalen Hurts, they said his finger's going to be okay, but uh, I'm I'm only reveling a little bit in my co-host and his team um, falling flat at the end of the season. So, Maggie, I actually thought the same thing as as Perloff when we were talking about Belichick earlier this afternoon. That that you know, if if they were to lose to Tampa, that Sirianni could be out and Roseman could make that call fairly easily. But also in the NFC East, I could see a scenario where if the Packers upset the Cowboys, Jerry yeah. Jones picks up the phone and gets his buddy Bill Belichick to 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 coach a talented team in Dallas that just can't get over. I mean, do, do you see Belichick going to a team that is playing right now, or do you see Belichick going to a team that right now is looking for their next head coach? 
You know, interesting. I, I see like the, the original Adam Schefter, Mike Reese report from this morning that did that you guys from ESPN who broke the story said like name check the Atlanta Falcons. I'm like, all right, so you're going to tell me that the Atlanta Falcons who blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history is now going to hire the coach that helped orchestrate that big comeback. That seems like particularly painful for the fans, but maybe nobody cares. Maybe it's just me holding on to stuff like that. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys thing is interesting, but I don't know that they're going to have that long to wait. You're right. If the Packers upset the Cowboys, maybe that sets the whole machine in motion. But if Mike McCarthy wins that first game, I think another team's going to scoop Belichick up. Like, I think it's either going to be the Chargers, maybe it is the Atlanta Falcons, and I don't know if there's like, I think there's suitors here for Belichick, and so I don't know if the Cowboys would be able to wait um, or, or he would wait around for the Cowboys unless he has some kind of guarantee from Jerry Jones. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If we back up, there's been so many things we haven't expected. One of them, some may say it was expected, Mike Vrabel uh, out in Tennessee. (laughs) Are there like back channel conversations? Because I'm just wondering, did Vrabel go to management and say, hey, if this job is open and well, if it's open, then do you really want to be here? I mean, your thoughts here on the carousel and how many of these jobs actually right now, Maggie, are kind of predetermined? Well, I mean, the people who authored the Rooney rule would probably hate to hear that unless, of course, you know, it's a it's a minority candidate. But, you know, listen, if you're talking about from a Buffalo Bills perspective, last person I want to see is Rabel. I mean, Rabel, that, that 
that's going to be tough. I want some, you know, the person after Belichick to come in and kind of flounder a little bit and sort of be like all the Belichick assistants who go, you know, get into the head job and then totally stink like a Josh McDaniels, you know, or something like that. He'll have Ravel in there. Like that guy can actually coach. Oh boy. You might have something, uh, yeah, that'd be tough. Uh, I, I'd like a couple more wins, wins against a couple more easy ones against the Patriots. But, um, but that being said, I do think, I think it's relationships, right? Like, I, I think it's like any business. I think it's, it's based on relationships. And what I find fascinating about Vrabel and the Patriots is, you know, the, all the reporting was Gerard Mayo was going to have that job, right? I mean, his career with the Patriots, he's in the building. And now maybe the Vrabel thing really shakes that up. And, and I'm curious, you know, how it's going to go from there. It, it's a wild scene. Don't you guys notice something else that's going on? Like people will pencil in Belichick for any job, but meanwhile, Pete Carroll, who like just got basically shoved to the side yesterday, has won a Super Bowl, should have won the second one against the Patriots if they just hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch, has won two college football championships, like is an amazing coach, same age as Belichick. Crickets. Like you know, maybe maybe the Chargers might give him an interview. It's like I don't know. I think Pete Carroll's still got a lot left in the tank too. Maggie, I wanted to to shift to you know this is more of a national story. You host a national show, and this isn't about the coaching carousel, but it's very relevant to what happens with the first pick in the NFL draft in April. What do the Bears do? Yeah, you know I've been steadfast on this the whole time. I don't think if you're the Bears, how do you pass? on the number one overall pick two years in a row, unless you have a slam dunk franchise quarterback on your roster. Like, how do you justify that? You know, and and I like watching Justin Fields play and he's progressed and it's not about that, but are you sure he's going to be like a top five quarterback someday? Do you think he has that ceiling or that kind of potential? I'm not necessarily sold on that. So to me, if I'm a fan of the bears, this is egregious. Like, Good job on you. You traded last year's pick. You know, it ended up working out in your favor and you got a haul for it and you're on your way. But to pass again on the number one overall pick, I just don't know how you can do it. You know, you can get Caleb Williams. I I think no matter what mock draft or smoke screen or whatever you read, he's been the guy since he was basically coming out of high school. And I think it's going to be him. And it also resets like your team from a salary perspective. You know, you keep Justin Fields, you got to pay him. You got to pay him something. It's not going to be small. You start over with Caleb Williams. You have a young, a rookie on a rookie salary. I just, I didn't understand why they kept their head coach, Matt Eberflus, and then fired everyone on the offensive side. Yeah. Like, Matt, what are you doing? I don't get it. <laughs> Maggie, I don't want to uh, get cocky here uh, with the Buffalo Bills, but I look in the future and I look at the division for so many years, like the Chiefs are winning the AFC West by default. And, well, you got a big rebuild now in New England. Uh, you've got a 40-year-old quarterback and a perpetual underachiever in New York. And I know that Miami is going to have to pay Tua a lot of money. And who knows what you've owned that Dolphin team. Can we you know, feel pretty good about the future here in Western New York? I mean, listen, four division titles in a row. This, uh, you know, only uh, not that long ago, that that seemed like a pipe dream. So I I don't see why they can't keep the good times rolling. Here's my only thing. And here's a question for you guys, because I don't necessarily have the answer to this. If something happens and the Bills lose to the Steelers, I, I, I don't want them to. But let's just say something happens and they lose that game, whether the weather's bad or whatever. Fill in the blank there. What happens to McDermott? Because no, nothing, I, nothing. I don't know. Nothing. 
You don't think so? Nothing happens. I'm not saying that nothing should happen to him, but nothing will happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, listen, they went on a winning streak, no matter how, um, you know, uh, non-aesthetic it was on, on not, not exactly aesthetically pleasing, but they did get those wins. So maybe they deserve that. But, um, that, that was, that's the one question I can't really figure out. The only, the only caveat I would put there, because I, I'll point to like the Leslie Frazier dismissal. We spent a lot of time talking about that. That was weird. The timing was way past due on that. And you're wondering, did that actually come from the owner? And we talked to people like, yeah, that sounded like that was uh, an owner dictate there. So mm-hmm. what is in the mind of Terry Pagula? Maggie, he hasn't spoken publicly in four years. So ultimately, if for some reason, McDermott rubs him the wrong way, but we don't we don't have any indication that uh, that that's the case. Yeah, that, it is interesting. You're right. I mean, Pagula is not you know not exactly Jerry Jones doing weekly you know radio <laughs> hits and talking after the, in the locker room after the game, basically taking credit for every win. So it is different. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 something I can't really un- understand. I know there's changes behind the scenes. It's mostly on the business side, right, with the Bills. Yeah. But I don't know who's ultimately making the coaching decisions. Is it Terry Pagula? What's Brandon Bean doing there? And and McDermott, I think, has a ton of power. Um, and I understand why. He has a ton of power. But I, I, ultimately, I don't think it excuses him from some of the mistakes that we've seen this year. I mean, they are where they are, and they deserve credit for that. But, I mean, the way right. they lost some of those games, hell, the way they won some of those games, you have to look right at the head coach yeah. and say, what are you doing? I would say this too, Maggie, because there was two different narratives nationally and locally. I kind of observed everybody with that team. The the tight end piece was kind of embarrassing. You never want to have a quote like that. I didn't, there wasn't anybody to my knowledge, really turning their back on McDermott. And I guess that, that that's all that kind of matters here. And in fact, that came out, and then the Bills win in Kansas City, and they go on this run. Yeah. So maybe if there is a parade someday, hey, I want Ty Dunn kind of leading the parade there. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it, it's funny. And, you know, listen, they were never going to fire him when that came out because it happened years ago. So that would have looked, you know, and, and it wasn't a secret. So people knew about it. And you knew that he had already moved past it. Then it just took the news cycle to move past it. I don't know if, if Kadarius Tony doesn't line up in the neutral zone. I'm not sure what happens, but um, huh. yeah, that's a, it's it's interesting because you're right. You know, credit to the team, they didn't allow that to become a distraction any longer than it was. Right? It was a news story. Ties reporting. It lasted for a couple days, and then ultimately, like they turned the page on it. And that's a credit to I think Josh Allen and the other leaders on the team for just sort of closing like closing ranks, if you will, and just saying, hey, we've got McDermott's back and nothing's going to change that. Uh, Maggie, I'm happy to report before we let you go that you have already been nominated for Take of the Year 2024. <laughs> Philadelphia fans Philadelphia fans are miserable, and your your take on Philadelphia fans, I think we will isolate that and, and put that in as our January nominee for 2024's okay. Take of the Year. You can absolutely do that as long as nobody promises to tell my boss, Spike Eskin, who oh, is I know from Spike. Philadelphia. We're, don't worry. We, oh, I know. Spike and I can hash it out. We'll be okay. <laughs> no, danger. I know Spike is like loves you and respects you so much. Um, as long as you promise not to send this clip directly to him now. <laughs> I would really appreciate that. <laughs> okay, we got we got to have Maggie's back on this. Spike thing. is actually like I think if you said that to Spike, he would actually kind of be like, "Yeah, we kind of are miserable." I think he might actually agree with your take, Maggie. 
Let's not test that theory. <laughs> Let's just leave that as a hypothetical sure. You're the absolute best. We'll be listening for you tomorrow morning on the show, Maggie. Appreciate the time as always. Gee, Danger, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. There Maggie she is, Maggie Gray. Gray. Uh, co-host of Maggie and Perloff. You can hear her mornings on CBS Sports Radio here on the Fan Rochester. Rochester's own Maggie Gray. Stuff, you know, man. you know, like you play that for Catalana oh, or any Philadelphia, like fumes. Yeah, you you'll see steam coming out of their head. Yes, absolutely. But I think, if, like, if you look back, and if you're a Philly fan and you look in the mirror, you kind of might agree with it. Like, yeah, we kind of are miserable. Like, we do get angry. We do have a shorter fuse than most. And a lot of it, believe it or not, does stem from the sports media landscape there in Philadelphia. It is harsh, man. It is cutthroat. Yeah. As evident by, hey, you went to the Super Bowl last year. Oh, my gosh, this coach has to Get go. him out. And he'll be gone. You watch. Yeah. Um, appreciate Maggie stopping by. Our 2023 Take of the Year Award winner and, and strong again in her appearance today. We'll isolate that for Take of the Year 2024. <laughs> Wow. Uh, well, we got a lot of ground to cover here, including the Bills injury report. A couple names. Uh, one in particular was not on the injury report yesterday. We'll get to that coming up in your happy hour. Yeah. And you're welcome to join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That number is 866-4FAN. Award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. Fire up your next party, work event, or function with award-winning barbecue catered from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. Good Smoke Barbecue's mouth-watering pulled pork, savory ribs, and tender brisket will create an authentic, slow-smoked barbecue fest for your guests. For any event, Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub delivers the perfect blend of barbecue flavor and service you expect. Visit GoodSmokeBarbecue.com for the catering menu and order form. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, modern barbecue experts at 135 West Commercial Street in ER and Good Smoke bbq.com you're listening to the sports bar with danger and bataglia on 95 7 fm and am 950 the fan rochester this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 